Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. We have got 13 minutes to go ahead of the close. The Dow, the S&P, and NASDAQ all selling off the latest from Barcelona, where a van plowed into pedestrians on Barcelona's most iconic avenue at the height of the tourist season. Authorities say two people are under arrest in a terrorist attack that has left 12 people dead and echoed similar incidents in other European cities. Catalonia's regional government says 50 people also injured. S&P down 34 now, a drop of 1.4% to 2433. Dow Industrials down 245, worst level of the day, uh, down 1.1%. NASDAQ down 111 points, down 1.8%. Tenure up 9.30 seconds, yield 2.19%. Gold up 11.40 the ounce to 12.90, up 9 tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate crude up 24 cents a barrel, 4702 a gain there of five-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. Well, this portion of Bloomberg Markets is brought to you by BlackRock. Worried about market volatility? Minimum volatility strategies may be able to help. To learn more, please visit blackrock.com slash factors prepared by BlackRock Investments, LLC. Lance's director of research at LanceGlobal.com and also president of Alan B. Lance and Associates. Alan, great to have you with us as ever. And I want to talk about suddenly a pickup back in, in volatility. The VIX we see surging more than 30%. We're seeing stocks on the lower side. There's unease in Washington and there's certainly concern when it comes to terror attacks in Europe as well. Is it time to get out of U.S. stocks or brace yourself if you're long? Yeah, hi, Caroline. I think it's it's a matter of uh, reducing risk. Uh, we talked about that as, as far as uh, last month. Uh, there's a lot of stocks that have high expectations, and now if it looks like uh, you know the President Trump's agenda is not going to go through, um, and, and just more you know problems as far as on, on the geopolitical um, between North. Korea and, and China and, and uh, the terrorist side, as, as what we saw in, in the Barcelona today, um, there's a lot more uh, headwind than there are potential positives. And with the valuations at highs, you know, I, I do think it is uh, prudent to take some money off the table. I, I think there are areas to buy, and, and uh, you know, it's not like when we warned in 2007 where real estate and U.S. equities and global equities were all overvalued and, and and heading for a fall. I think it's more of a matter of just being a little bit more selective. You know, as of right now in the market, sell in May and go away doesn't look too bad. I mean, we're back to the levels the market hit uh, uh, on June 2nd. Yeah, it's funny, Corey, just a couple of days, uh, what, what a difference it makes. But, you know, you look at some of these areas, it's incredible. you got energy down, you know, 15%, telecoms down double digits. And, uh, you know, a lot of quality companies hitting new lows, even last week in the face of, uh, you know, all-time high or near all-time highs in the market. So so there is that bifurcation, and I think because of that, uh, you know, there's still opportunities. Everything's not overvalued, but, you know, I, I think now's not the time to chase, uh, you know, some of those high flyers and, and companies trading at record multiples. It's more a matter of being defensive. I, I think what we'll see, Corey, is um, 
focus back on dividends, high quality, uh, more defensive, and, and we're starting to see that already the last few days with utilities and, and some of the staples. And, and, and those um, sectors were were fairly valued. Nothing was undervalued in this market, but at least they weren't uh, at extremes like like uh, tele- the technology uh, sector, for example, that was 24% of the S&P. And whenever it gets to that level, that's always a warning sign. Wait, wait, give me that again. Sorry. Oh. The, uh, the the technology sector is, was 24% of the S&P 500, and and uh, you know we saw it uh, go over uh, 28, 30% in uh, late two, 1999 uh, before the tech bubble, and 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 in 2007 it was over uh, uh, 25%, and and it hit 24 this past week, and and uh, you know just with the uh, euphoric uh, Netflix, Amazons of the world that that everybody's you know buying because of the past. Of index craze, so so I think it's a situation that that's a good warning sign for but, us. Well, but wouldn't you think over time there, there's going to be there's going to be more technology over time, and as a part of the economy, wouldn't you think it would also be more more of a part of the S and P five hundred? Well, well, but I mean, for one out of every you know four dollars to be in, in technology, I think that's uh, you know uh, usually levels of, of, of caution. Uh, like, like I said, it, it went over thirty percent, you point. know, at, at other bubbles. But uh, you know, I, I think it's just a matter of again, it's one of the things we look at where we start to prune and and take profits. Uh, investors have to you know realize that you can always take profits, uh, like we did a couple of years ago in Apple, and buy back you know um, under a hundred dollars rather than. Just just riding, riding it go to 125, back to 90, back to 150, and and I, I think you know this is one of those times where if you got some good gains, you know take them and and uh, by no means do we see a crash, um, you know like in 2007 or 1999, but I think uh, you know it's due for a pullback and you know take advantage of it, uh, use the market extremes to your advantage instead of you know being played by them. It's interesting reading your notes that you're tentatively getting into energy stocks at the moment. Does that still hold true at the moment in this time of geopolitical risk? I mean, would you are seeing the oil market currently trading higher today? Yes, I, you know, I, I think energy is a great, you know, area to get into. If you look at an Occidental or a Schlumberger, they're trading at new lows. Matter of fact, uh, uh, both of those we got hit on uh, just here near the close as the market continues to weaken. And uh, again, I you know nobody knows where the bottom is, but I, they're they're starting to look attractive. I think those are the type of total return plays, you know that 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 will do well over the long term. And and don't don't buy a full position, but just start to accumulate into weakness now, and then uh, buy more over the next month or two if we continue to see weakness. Well, I mean, to that, you've got oil prices up, you've got oil stocks down, you've got GDP, um, you know, not surging, but not terribly weak. Um, that's a point of debate, but that, it seems like that's exactly the kind of time you want to get involved in oil stocks. When the stocks are down, but the demand is up. Exactly, exactly. And investors are ignoring it. You know, they're, they're, they're so, um, you know, euphoric on, on, on technology and, and what's going on as far as, uh, uh, in the media and, and and things like that, that they're really losing focus on you know true value and and the old disciplines of uh, you know dividends and and uh, you know cash flow and, and and items like that. So in that respect, it is you know similar to other starts of bubbles, but but we're nowhere near that that craze. It's more uh, over optimism rather than a euphoria. Well, I promised our, our listeners that we would have some specific stock picks for us along those lines. Uh, in the oil, in, in well, wherever, but presumably in oil and gas, you're looking. Uh, what do you like there? 
Well, um, we, we just got hit as, as we uh, were, were speaking with Schlumberger under 63, Occidental um, under 59. Again, those stocks could go down. Schlumberger paying a 3% dividend, a 3.2% dividend at this, at this price? Yeah, and, and Occidental, um, as, as far as, uh, you know, even a, a much higher uh, 5%, you know, dividend. And I think it's a, a situation where these stocks could go down another 5%, 10%, Corey, but uh, I think, you know, for, over the long term, they, they will do well, and, and the total return vehicles and the risk you're taking with the low expectations of energy right now is what, what attracts us. Uh, so, again, nowhere near a bottom, but mm. start nibbling on it and then, uh, you know, buy more if it, if it continues to weaken. Just uh, enjoy the uh, the dividends, which, you know, I think on both of these quality companies, um, you know, will increase over time. There's also a couple of special situations that you outlined that are, in fact, in tech, perhaps not the ones that have been uh, trading near heady highs, though. Just yeah, about 30 seconds here. Yeah, definitely. You know, we have uh, we like Crocs. We talked about a couple months ago, and uh, that's gone up 48 percent. So it's beyond our buy limits. But companies that are still within our buy limits are Fitbit, and uh, even Twitter. It was 20 last month, Caroline, and now uh, you can get it under 16. Long term, those are much more speculative than the energy plays. But uh, Crocs has done well, and I think these others can over the long term. El Lance, research director, LanceGlobal.com. Uh, always glad to have you uh, on in your uh, look at the market. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up, we're going to close the markets. And, uh, in fact, Caroline, I've got one of those energy stocks. It's a really interesting story in just a little bit. We'll get to that. <laughs> but you got to hang I'm on. Clean.